This is a Virgin Radio Dubai podcast. What up? This is Brett Black. Let me introduce you to Brett Black. Yeah! Brent Black's Not Suitable for Broadcast podcast. Just going to tell you right now, this is going to be one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done. Probably one of the best podcasts I've ever done. Maybe I should stop after this one. I don't know. You say They say you should always go out on a high, right? Anyway, uh, let's get to this. Nigora, got time for a chat? Yes, I do, Tommy. This was so cool. This could be, this could be the know, coolest right? thing that comes out of 2020. I know. I know. I know. It's amazing. Let me take you back. Um, about two years ago. I posted mm. a picture with my girlfriend of this man. He's in his 90s. He lives in Beirut. Um, I didn't even know his name. I was going out to dinner when I was visiting Beirut, and I was with my girlfriend, and we happened to cross this street where there was like this kind of an antique shop, and there was this uh, yes. little old man. He was standing there, and he had some things out on tables, and we start looking. Yes, yes. My girlfriend found a ring that she loved, and, and it was cheap. It was just this little brass ring, but it's it's her favorite ring. It's one of her favorite things I've ever given her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Until today. Well, no, nothing, no, nothing's beaten it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so we buy it, and he is such a charmer. Um, right, yeah. But we didn't learn his name or anything. We just spent a, a couple of minutes with him, and then we moved on. But ever since that trip, my girlfriend and I, we've gotten closer, and that ring has meant more and more to her. And she always goes back to thinking about this this man who's, in again, his 90s. And we always think, wow, well, he's in his 90s. You know, we always think, oh, I hope he's still there. I hope he's still alive, mm. first of all. And I hope he's still doing his thing. Um Flash forward to this horrible explosion a couple of weeks ago in Beirut, and I happened to be on Google Maps just kind of looking around, and I noticed it was right near the neighborhood where I was staying in 2018, and all the emotions that were already happening, because I have a lot of friends from Beirut, and I love Beirut. I've probably been to Beirut like four or five times. Um, My girlfriend and I started talking, oh, I would love to know if he's okay, because his his, uh, shop was very close maybe less than a kilometer from that explosion. Yeah. So um, we posted a picture of him saying, hey, if anybody happens to know this man, could you please let us know if he's okay? Could you go check on him? Did you see it? Were you the one that saw us post about that? Yes, I saw the photo of him and I immediately recognized him and uh, and then I messaged you saying, hey, I have the same photo with me and him when I bought earrings from him three years before. So we were there in 2017. You were in 2017, yeah. Yeah, and when I posted that, I reposted that again on my Instagram and a friend of mine reached out who is on the streets of Beirut right now cleaning and helping and, you know, dusting the, the place. She said that I will try and find him for you. And then my entire body was like covered in goosebumps. I was like, no way. If you can do that, that's amazing. So um, she promised that she will. And, and, and you, let me did, let me break in for a second because you asked me, do you have any idea where the shop is? And I'm like, yes, yes. I kind of. I couldn't remember. Yeah, and I, I couldn't knew either. the name. Yeah, yeah I knew sort yeah. of the area. Um, but then I thought, wait a minute, I have these pictures on my phone 
And yeah. the amazing thing about my phone, it's it's tied in with Google, and every That's picture, amazing. it's a little creepy, but every picture is geotagged. It is a little creepy. And <laughs> you can go to the information on each photo, and it will show you approximately on Google Maps where that photo was taken. And I sent some screenshots of the map to you, to Nagora, and then you said, amazing, I'm going to send this to my friend. Yeah. Because she said that is because she told me, would you remember, you know, any sort of thing? And I just gave her the street name, which is the longest street in Beirut. Oh, wow. um, and so when I sent her your photos and the map, she said this is super helpful. So obviously it took her like like seconds to go and look for that location. And what and, did she find? And she found him. Yay! <laughs> His Which name, is just, name, and you know, when I saw that, it was unbelievable. Yeah. His name is Michel. He's, I don't yeah. know exactly how old he is. He's somewhere in his No 90s. idea. <laughs> He's somewhere in his 90s. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. keep that a secret, just that he knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. So what did your friend, uh, did your friend see him physically or did someone say, yes, he's okay? No, no, no. She saw him physically and she said that he's sound and sound and healthy, so but his house has been damaged um, and that she will be trying to either raise funds or check whether any of the NGOs um, are covering his location. I, I think they work by location. I'm not quite sure. So, so obviously I said, you know, we, we can definitely help you raise funds to fix this house. And the most amazing thing out of this brand is that three years ago, he impacted me to a core level when he told me that I'm worth 10,000 men. You know, not me as Nigora, but every single woman is worth 10,000 men. This sentence stuck to me until, like, uh, probably until I, I leave this life. And the fact that he was so kind and so charming to me, he was so kind and so charming to you, mm. and now this is coming back to him because we are hands down going to help him to, you know, fix fix his fix his house. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out how through you I'm gonna figure out how I can help as well because yes, you're yeah. exactly right. He was so sweet, and he actually took a moment as I'm standing there, and he whispered something into my ear. Um, and my yeah. girlfriend, she keeps asking me, what was it he whispered to you? Which what I, was it? Maybe yeah. someday I'll reveal that. I'm not going to, but he did. He had that, <laughs> he had that, uh, he had that impact. And um, his English, as I recall, wasn't even that fantastic. He mostly spoke French. But Michel, um, somewhere between 90 and 100, is still alive, still doing his thing. Unfortunately, yeah, his shop has been damaged. We're going to find out. And I yeah. would love if your friend can somehow get some pictures and video of him. We will. Yes, she will. Extend our love and our well wishes. And I know the first chance I get, once things clear up with this other situation, this other 2020 situation, coronavirus, (laughs) COVID-19, once that clears up, uh, I am on a plane. We are on a plane to uh, Lebanon. Imagine. I just just got to get there. I got to get there. Yeah. Well, you're fantastic. Give him a big hug. You, Thank you. I Brent. will give you a Thank hug as well because you're fantastic. Yay! <laughs> this couldn't have happened. This was teamwork. We made the dream work. Teamwork. Thank you, Nigora. Yeah. Thank you, Brent. This is wonderful, and thank you for helping us also find him. It's just, it's one of, it's you know, it's a little light of sun in this kind of darkness that's been happening in the country with, with the people of Lebanon. This is just a little bit of positivity. 
I couldn't have said that better myself. So I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to let you. I'm going to let you finish that. So that's so good. <laughs> I'll take the credit for that. <laughs> Love you. Well, thank you for your time. I do appreciate your time, and and let's keep in touch. And yeah, I would love to see. If we can uh, even even get some kind of video or some kind of photo yeah. of them, that'd be great. Hundred we'll percent. Thank you that. so much. Thank you. Ben. We'll talk we'll again talk soon. soon. Yes. Bye, 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 bye. Real quick, the uh, the crazy Russian boss has just entered the studio. Well, good evening, everybody. Doesn't I, happen all the time. I had no idea. So the um, the marathon, the marathon is actually still kind of happening. There's going to be a virtual London marathon on the fourth of October. Yes. You have to actually, if you've registered for the London marathon. Wherever you are in the world, you can actually do the marathon anytime between midnight of the 3rd of October and midnight at the end of the 4th of October um, and still and still do it wherever you are. So if you're here in the UAE like you, Brent, I know you're going to want to run 42 kilometers on the 4th of October. Are you doing and it? And take a day off. Are you doing um, it? I'm still thinking about it. I've had a couple of injuries, so and I haven't been running that much lately. So also, it's sure. difficult. It's difficult to train yeah. in in these conditions, right? Yeah. Well, I did that last year because last year I did the um, Berlin Marathon in October, and I trained through the summer for the first time. Okay. Um, and it was hard, but I actually ended up doing a lot of the long runs. Um, a lot of well, when I say a lot, you know, the 30 plus kilometer runs are usually four or five of those on a treadmill, actually. So and that was now, fun. Is that <laughs> See, I'm new to this whole training yeah. for a marathon thing. Is training on a, a treadmill advisable? Well, it's not advisable, but sometimes when the conditions don't suit, you kind of have to, you know? Okay. So um, the, the the trick with a treadmill is that you need to put it on a 1% incline. If you do that, it'll protect your knees. A, okay. a lot of people don't do that. So uh, if you are a, a new person to treadmills, um, yeah, that's, that's what I suggest you do. And it will actually um, alleviate the bad injuries. There you go. Tips from the crazy Russian boss, hey, Alex. Well, thank you. I, I got to I gotta think about this if I'm going to do it. Come on. I know. Let's this... do it together. And why, why don't we just do 21 each and then you know pretend it's the same person? <laughs> How about I get some handcuffs and we handcuff <laughs> each other to each other and then we have to do it together. Let's add some more challenge to this. All right. Good luck. Um, the, uh, the funny thing is when I run, I've been talking about this. People have been seeing this on my Instagram. I sweat a lot. Harishi is my sweat bro. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the worst thing, but you do something even I have never done. When we could actually go out to clubs, which seems like forever ago, yeah. what do you do when you go yeah. out to clubs because you sweat so much? Uh, I actually have two to three t-shirts in my car. Like the bouncer always looks like what's happening with this guy when I come back. Because I have to go change every time because I sweat so much. I love that. So, you yeah. go out to the car and change your shirt two or three times over the course of one evening. Exactly. Now, do people like not recognize you when you come back in because you're like, well, you, you're wearing something different. They, they think like it's a game of charades. So like I'm changing, but my friends know why I'm changing. But yeah, it, it always helps. You could ask one of the girls with you to keep just keep a shirt in her, her handbag. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that it's also a brilliant idea. Have you ever had to pay cover again because the guy at the door didn't recognize you? <laughs> <laughs> that is a tip. Exactly. That is a tip for today. Bring an extra shirt if you sweat. I love it. When you go back to the car, like you can put on the perfume and everything yeah. and it's like, you know, you're coming back fresh. You give yourself a little speech in the mirror, a little pep talk. <laughs> Brent Black. Suitable for broadcast. Podcast.